0: Welcome to this week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction, brought to you by the R-rated version of My Little Ponies.
1: That's right, the R-rated version of My Little Pony, coming to a theater near you,
0: never! Never.
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman.
0: And I'm Kristen Kiss.
1: And we are the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad.
0: Yes, Prison Dad. We're about to drop Volume 4. We've been hard at work at it.
1: Yes, we have been.
0: And tomorrow is my amazing birthday, well, so for your v- listeners who actually are listening to this, you probably would assume my birthday is October 30th, but <laughs> it's not. It's actually several weeks earlier.
1: Actually, uh, this podcast will probably come out the day after your birthday. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so we're confusing you further, and mm. I like it that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you?
0: I like to remain mysterious. Is that
1: how it is? Yes. So we're wearing that cloak right now,
0: right? Uh huh. Yes. Ah. Invisible and mysterious.
1: I wear a cape, but mm, don't judge yes. me. Well,
0: you don't have to go into an office every day. So no, can, I work from there home. Are a lot of intriguing things that other people couldn't.
1: Hmm. Anyway, we're not here to talk about cloaks. We're here to talk about the rise of the R-rated superhero movie. Right. So we have this kind of feeling that you know once Deadpool hit and it was perfect if you know the character, it was you know vulgar, it was sexy, it was
0: hilarious.
1: Hilarious, it was violent. Goofy. Yep. It was everything that you know a lot of us wanted uh in a superhero movie. But the problem here is that not every superhero is Deadpool. Actually right. none of them are only Deadpool.
0: Not every story lends itself to being reasonable for an R rating. And, you know, we all know how Hollywood is. So some, when someone figures out a formula that works and is highly successful, it's only a matter of time before they rip it off.
1: And just exploit and it. And
0: just make it suck.
1: Right, exactly. And that's what we're, we're like, hoping somebody hears Jaws this and tries the Revenge. <laughs> ah, that one was rated PG.
0: For Please Don't Go See go This Go see this. <laughs>
1: And also, if you're playing the Silly Talks About Science Fiction drinking game, you can already drink, because Kristen's already mentioned Jaws. Whoops! Damn it. Damn it. it. So the the biggest pro that I saw out of the whole thing Mm -hmm. is the fact that I know when I, I think even going back to like, you know, Iron Man, and when I saw The Avengers, when I saw all the Marvel movies in the theater, I, I don't ever remember their kids being there. I probably went later at night, though.
0: Yeah, I feel like I saw a lot of superhero movies on DVD right. or video. I didn't see them in the theater necessarily. Although I did see Batman and Robin uh, in the theater, which was a horrifying Ooh, I saw that in the theater, too. My sister and I were laughing hysterically. Um, but yeah, I mean, so for the most part, um, I probably didn't see them in the theater, so I'm not sure... Unless, not it, having children, we're myself, picky I'm not about sure theaters.
1: To, true. Anyway, I'm
0: picky about theaters, and I'm picky about spending my money on seeing movies in the theater. But I did see, I did see all the Batman, like the Dark Knight ones in the yeah. theater. But again, those were really geared towards adults. So right. Yeah, you wouldn't. And I saw them the Midnight. I've seen all see the
1: Marvel, there. the MCU movies, with the exception of oh, we totally missed Ant Man. Um, in the theater. Yeah. In the theater. Well, uh, a lot just, of
0: things came out around the same time. I was on vacation honestly.
1: and stuff. Just yeah, stuff just happens. But, um, but yeah. so anyway, so you know, the audience is adults here that are going to the theater. So that's what they care the most about. They care right. about the merchandise and they care about the theater revenue. And then comes the DVD sales right. afterwards. I
0: think also like the writing was fantastic, which Ryan Reynolds is cracking me up with the um, the. Um, Oh, rats! In the beginning, when they give the credit, the real heroes. And he said the writers were the real heroes, but like the dialogue was snappy, the storyline was good. There were fun like pop culture references, and everything like kept moving quickly. And you know, the main character Deadpool is just funny and smart. You know, which I love characters that are funny and smart. You know, the more that a character um, can really be on point and 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 you know, cutting with their ability to, to snap back. Um, with Woody retorts, like the more that I'm gonna enjoy the movie. So I, I like Iron Man for that same reason, because he's so snappy. He's always like on it.
1: Quick, quick, Now, yeah. you know, because in Ultron, like the, one of the first pieces of the dialogue in the whole movie is, you know, Iron Man gets hit by something and he's flying over the Hydra base and he goes, shit. And then <laughs> there's like the whole, like, you know.
0: Yeah, and then Captain tells him, like, what are do like, you doing? He's like, language.
1: And he's like, did anybody else notice that Cap just said language?
0: Right, because um, Cap is like that sort of moral compass that keeps everybody on the street narrow and he's old fashioned. Right, so
1: let's talk about the cons, right? So the cons of R-rated superheroes, you know, to me are, you know, is it going to be R just to be R? Like, oh, we're going for an R rating with this movie. Of course, yeah. Because that's what they're doing with the new Wolverine.
0: Well, but I mean, but Logan is the kind of character that you could see being gritty. And dark enough to pull off an R rating and it makes sense. And I think Batman is the same way. Like Batman can be messed up and dark and you don't necessarily want children to see. The other pro I was gonna say before we moved on to cons oh, was thanks. like you could get a deeper and more interesting and involved storyline that's could. grittier when it's R. So you can have a little bit more drama and violence and language that's more adult and it's not appropriate for like the mentality of children. So for for those respects you you it is good to have the option of doing an R-rated superhero movie. But yeah, then on the other side, you are going to have situations where people, you know, they, they think, oh, this formula works. Yeah. Like, what if I have a superhero movie about Aquaman and all of a sudden he's dropping the F-bomb all the time. Right. Or hanging and out with fish. Banging and mermaids. Like, well, I don't know if that's really necessary or appropriate. It doesn't really add to, like, who that character is. I agree with you. Um you know, but we're doing it just to be shocking and so that maybe some people will go see this just because it's naughty, you know, and I I don't like, I I like, I think, you know, violence and language really have like a place in literature, but they have to be used for like the right purpose. It's cheap when they just use it to try to copy somebody else, you know?
1: Um, I, I hear you, because I feel like an R-rated superhero movie, I feel like they'd be like, okay, we're going to write an R-rated superhero movie, and then they, uh, they're they trying too hard. we where, yeah. where Deadpool, you know, they were on a shoestring budget.
0: And it's his character. Like, the whole character of Deadpool is like this sassy kind of a hot mess guy before he becomes a mutant that has superpowers. So, like, that's who he was as a person. So it makes sense that he continues to curse and be bawdy. That's Because that's who he was before, you know. Like, S- Spider-Man was a nice little boy. He's not going to all of a sudden turn into, like, a vulgar, yeah. angry, like, hard-drinking... Like, no. But Logan um, from Wolverine, you know, from the yeah. X-Men... He's like, grizzled, he's like you a, said. He's, a, he's, a, he's had a hard, difficult life. He, he's been through war. He's lived for, you know... Dozens of years and probably a hundred years or so, right? I mean, I think at least because he was supposed to have been crazy. So, like, he's, he's been had around. a long, difficult life. So, when you have that kind of a life, then yeah, you probably are going to curse but more and be a little bit one. more vulgar and probably be a little bit more violent because, again, like, he can't really be hurt, he can heal, right? So it's a it's a different tone for that movie, but it doesn't that doesn't lend itself to every superhero. You shouldn't really have Superman be cursing and and being bawdy because that's not at all who he is. It's and, interesting what Captain you said America. though. Was, like, was, was Batman?
1: Really... Uh, I could see Batman getting there.
0: Batman's a human being you know? who suffered and has emotional scars from losing his parents at a young age and kind of raising himself in this empty, cold mansion. He's in some ways. Mentally unstable and and alone, very isolated. He doesn't have any powers that made him this way. Like he chooses to be that way. So yeah, you can see him being a gritty, angry character where there's you know violence and there's you know cursing and I mean because that that's part of who he is. Right. He's mysterious. He's not. Uh, he's a normal man, but mm-hmm. he chose this life for himself. That's so isolated. It really it really depends on like. On the character, I think that when it makes sense to, to pull in darker themes and and maybe get a little bit body, but it doesn't make sense for every character. Yeah, no, either. it
1: does not make sense for the characters. We were talking about this. we were like, you know, well, what would an R rated Iron Man movie be like? An R rated Hulk movie? And then you know, we we're going, uh, we were like going down the list and, and kind of like you know role playing and speculating things, and it's just like, it just wouldn't make sense to me because the thing is about the superheroes yeah. to me is like. These are the good guys. They stand up for the little people, you know, the working class. Right. And what they, you know, what, what they're doing is, you know, good work. They're not going to be like foul mouth, where like Deadpool's out for revenge.
0: Yeah, he Deadpool always says he's not, does not a hero. Call himself a good guy. Yeah, he might be a good guy by default occasionally, but that's not. you no, know, it's not his, who it is. Yeah, that's not his focus in life. You know, Um, and I don't know that it's always Wolverines. You know, I think sometimes like he's he can be very human and make mistakes and and not care about the greater good you know he wanted to save Jean Gray more than save people, and that was a huge thing for him when he had to end her life, yeah and, you know that's not what he wanted to do, and it wouldn't have saved everybody if he if he wouldn't have gone forward and done it he's conflicted it's mm-hmm. not he's not a straight up Good guy all the time, so it's appropriate for him to be involved in like darker themes.
1: So the the, the storyline is that they've completely ruled out that it's it's not the old man Logan storyline anymore. Old from this movie. man Logan, and that it's going to be uh, strictly a Professor X and Logan uh,
0: BFF storyline. BFF
1: storyline, pretty much. Can
0: Magneto come too? Because I love when when Magneto and Doctor X are hanging out together and being BFFs.
1: Professor X.
0: Sorry,
1: Professor X. So um, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's just the two of them. But they're so and cute when they
0: go to beer gardens and hang out.
1: So um, to me, what's what's going on here is that can you really see Patrick Stewart, you know, dropping more yep. f bombs than he does on? Yes. Um, what's that show that we?
0: What, um, Blood yeah. Talk.
1: What makes Logan R rated? Is it you know language? Okay, violence. Okay, possibly Hugh Jackman having sex.
0: Maybe, or... I hope dark- he's not on the
1: top, because, cr- you know, he's got Whoa. An adamantium skeleton. Yeah, <sighs> could
0: crush someone. Yeah. yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. Why so, yes. you know, we got that. But, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, it also could have, like, a darker storyline. Like, the part of the reason why there's that R rating is because some storylines are not really appropriate for children to try to comprehend developmentally. Even when there's not curse words in it, or, you know, it's, it's not... Um, There's no sex. Like, there are some storylines that are just not appropriate developmentally for children. Like, we were talking about The Conjuring
1: last last week. week.
0: And they tried to get the rating knocked down because there isn't really violence or cursing. But the ratings board was like, this is too scary. And and I think that makes sense, you know? So it's not not necessarily always that it's going to be the obvious triggers for the R rating. Sometimes it's the storyline. It's just... Going to be a little bit too advanced for a child to be comfortable with and comprehend. And so it's not appropriate for kids to see or yeah. kids to see without an adult.
1: I hear you. I um, totally but, hear you. But yeah, I mean, You're and then, so point. yeah,
0: we were also going to talk about like just people pushing the envelope too far. Like, you see, even when, like, South Park came out, like, people tried to copy South Park because South Park oh, was, yeah. could be very shocking and, like, dirty and naughty, but also, like, it was it written very intelligently, so, like, there were reasons why they brought in the humor that they did yeah. to shock people to sort of say, like, hey, wake up, this is what's really going on in America. Well, remember
1: how shocking The but, Simpsons was, though, when right, we were kids, and yeah. then, like, it's so funny because, like, that's, to me, that was when The Simpsons started going downhill, in 1998, when South Park debuted. Yeah,
0: like, you're going to have...
1: And, like, The Simpsons is still it's still, it's still in the air.
0: I know it is. I haven't watched it except for Treehouse of Horrors in years. But, like, yeah, so you're going to have people trying to, like, rip it off and be like, oh, well, that was really successful, so we're going to try to do it. But now we have to be even more shocking, so we're going to do, like... And then it's, like, and then terrible things where you're, like, wow, that was, like, too far. Why did you do that? That wasn't funny. Like, it made people uncomfortable.
1: You'll lose the story. Yeah. And that's the other part,
0: too. Like, yeah, when you're trying too hard to, like, emulate another successful franchise, you're not thinking about, like, what works in the story. And I think Deadpool works so well because it's so human. You know, it's, like, the story of a guy Who's a troublemaker and a kind of lost soul, and then he meets a woman that he loves and gets deathly ill and and thinks that he's going to pass away from cancer. That's super painful and awful and relatable and human, you know. And and yeah, then he, he looks like an to survive, avocado. But,
1: had sex with another. Yeah,
0: but has to be hideously deformed. Avocado, but, but because he's funny, like he can make it work. Like he can still enjoy his life and be sassy and funny, and you know, but. If people are just trying to like cash in on
1: Deadpool success, funny
0: and shocking, yeah. they're not going to be thinking about like why it was successful in the first place. Isn't just because it was funny and shocking, but it was because it, he was so human. Yeah. You know, he was relatable. It was, just, it was just
1: was like a solid movie. And, you know, and we've seen this, you know, we we've seen this, like, you know, good movies. They, they make a lot of money, you know? it, it right. happens
0: and but then,
1: then people try to rip them off and, and then fan the and menace comes out and oh my and, god and, all right let's talk about r rated superhero movies that already exist Sure. it's a good you know so we if we if we mention deadpool anymore i think someone's going to probably shut this thing off but i think uh, honestly that the marvel uh, the mcu film or series that are on netflix right now that's uh, the two seasons of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and uh, the Luke Cage. Yeah. In my opinion, these three shows, if they were shortened into films, um, would be rated R.
0: For sure, because there's boobs, there's sex... There's violence, mm-hmm. and, you know, definitely with Jessica Jones, there's a very heavy storyline that yeah. I don't think children would be able to relate well to. Jessica Jones has
1: the heaviest storyline of, of, of the three. But I I
0: love those shows. I mean, that, like that's the sweet
1: spot. But we're in our 30s, yeah, so exactly. So I'm saying, like,
0: you can make really good stories about superheroes when you can sort of get into, like, those darker themes, but it's not necessarily appropriate for kids, and it doesn't mean that you have to be cursing. I don't know that there was all that much cursing in Jessica Jones, but it's certainly a very dark difficult storyline. I feel
1: like with. out of the three shows, Jessica Jones cursed the most.
0: Yeah, maybe she did. I mean, I there's, definitely like the know, there's definitely sex. There's definitely drinking in, oh yeah. and violence. Uh-huh. You know, like, she does not mess around. And Luke Cage, there's boobies, for sure, and, and violence.
1: So I actually think Daredevil probably has the least amount of, of, of sex and vulgar language, but it's the bone-crushing... Sounds of matches like ripping into a guy like I I remember I cringed like especially the first season it was horrific the, like when he was like wailing on a dude like the sounds of it was uh, was really intense
0: yeah so like for for stories like that it really makes sense you know to to have them be R rated because yeah. the because the story itself isn't really appropriate for a child to try to comprehend mm-hmm. it. it's not so you can put cursing and sex in there but it's really the subject matter that you're dealing with wouldn't be appropriate for children anyway. It's not a Spider-Man story. But they're still fantastic stories. I absolutely love Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. I have not watched Daredevil yet because I still am prejudiced against the Ben Affleck version.
1: Nah, it's totally different. I know, my employee
0: is telling me all the time I should just go watch it and suck it up.
1: Suck it up. Alright, so uh, (laughs) one of my favorite on this list uh, definitely is both kick-ass movies.
0: Oh yeah, they're great. Very cool movies, very well written. I I love the first one especially because it's like
1: Nicholas Cage dies. Uh,
0: well, that's always good. Nah, but no, like when the young man like gets the crap beat out of him, you know. But he still like gets his. Himself these back movies together. are rated R for violence. Oh, they're very language. violent and they're scary. Yeah. I mean these are human beings. They don't have superpowers and they're just trying to fight you know to to make the world a better place, so it's scary, and the subject matter is kind of serious i mean, even though chloe Grace Moritz was rather young in the first one, mm-hmm. I still don't think it's the kind of movie you probably want to have your kids <laughs> watch with you until they're at least in their teen years, you know they can maybe handle that but um but yeah, I mean they're intense movies you yeah know? they're and, great and movies they're great they're fun they are well written they're fun, they're smart Make love and funny um yeah. Well cast. Yes, very well cast, um, and a little shocking. You know, it's like a superhero movie, but it's a little bad. hmm So I like I like those movies a ton too. So
1: Kick-Ass gets exactly. our, our, our our double thumbs up. Now, the next one you said you, you never saw.
0: I saw parts of it, but it was like a very long time ago. So, so what we're talking I'm about is like Liam Neeson. Right.
1: It? Yeah. So uh, we're talking about Dark Man. Yes. So, Darkman came out in like the mid '90s. It was like Liam Neeson was,
0: yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't really famous. when he came out. But Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, really. now he's like very famous. I forget why I knew who he was. I feel like I probably saw some movie about some Irish people. And, no, no, it was before that because he wasn't famous when that came out. No. Like I knew him. He wasn't I'd famous seen him to me when this else. came out. Um. But anyway, uh, I don't. Know all that much about Darkman because, like I said, when I saw it, I only saw parts of it, and I was young.
1: I was so young the first time I saw it, you know, because I like superheroes. I didn't know that much about it. I was in Blockbuster. And bandage
0: to me has a strong Irish accent. I don't call it a brogue because that's British oppression people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. So he's out there, you know, 1990.
0: I feel yeah, like... I was like in, f- what, 5th or 6th grade or something like
1: that? I would have been 10. You know, um, so he was a brilliant scientist, um, left for dead after one of his um, experiments, Experiment. you know, Swem and um, yeah. and you know he's got to clean up the streets and, and bring it back. I know they made some Ooh, sequels. Ooh, and had that guy
0: in it that played Dr. Giggles.
1: <laughs> Who's that? Frances McDormand? That guy? No, that's a chick. No,
0: Frances McDormand was in um, Fargo. Uh,
1: yes, I know who she is.
0: Larry Drake. He used to be on LA Law and he played the Eagles. mentally hand, handicapped guy but then he was he was uh, Dr. Eagles, but he was the bad guy in this movie
1: So um Darkman I don't watch Darkman 2. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. you know Darkman Darkman's all right you know
0: it's hey, a, Liam 90 minutes awesome. they
1: just took it off of um, Netflix streaming like just like within the last couple of weeks cuz I was like oh I got to watch Darkman again before I do this podcast and it wasn't there
0: Yeah It was
1: in my queue and everything so Dang. I forgot to check Amazon. Usually, when one doesn't have it, the other one does.
0: So it's Lately. like twenty six years old. That movie, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. So Ooh. it would have been preaching those list anyway.
0: Yeah, totally. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like true. he wasn't really famous then.
1: But I, forget, I remember him. You know,
0: I forget what I saw him in, but I is, knew who he was. It's it, it like, Sam Raimi from. Um, yeah, it
1: is Sam yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah, you know, but there is it. It, it follows a pattern. It's got the sex. It's got the. It's got the, uh, the violence. It's
0: got Liam Neeson got not Liam talking Neeson. about um, how he wants to eat some tricks. Tricks. Because they're for kids.
1: They're kids. Um, not a whole lot of humor here. Darkman's all right. 6.4 out of 10. I read an article how you shouldn't trust IMDb ratings. So
0: Well, you got to make your own decision. I mean, I, I'll look at ratings and I read things, but look, I'm always the kind of person, I just love movies. I'll watch crappy movies and I still find something enjoying, enjoyable about them, except for one of the movies we're going to talk about. Shortly, which was not enjoyable.
1: Well, let's we're going to talk about the Punisher next. Now, now that was
0: good.
1: Just to you know, there's three main Punisher films to talk about first. First off, we're not going to talk about the Dolph Lundgren one because that doesn't have a rating because it was straight to disc, straight to laser disc in (laughs) the states. Did it anybody was... out
0: there have a laser disc? I babysat for one family that had it.
1: Allie Copenhagen. And had they one. had
0: yeah, they had some like Kim Basinger movie. But uh, we never had one in my house.
1: I remember wanting to buy a laser player because I saw the Clerk's laser disc when I was like twelve. Yeah. Yeah, because they burned it like a CD, so they were like bigger. Yeah, but they yeah, were like, well, yeah.
0: They were like the size of. A they weren't
1: album. like like the DVD is, like you know, this is the multi-layer. Yeah. You know, and that's why they they weren't multi-layered. They were Mm-mm. they were one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, exactly. Crazy. They were the
1: size of like an LP.
0: Mm. <laughs> But anyway, so anyway, so yeah. we're not
1: talking about that one because it doesn't have a rating. Yeah. um But so if we start off with the, the Thomas Jane, that
0: was a great Punisher, movie. With totally John Travolta
1: Batty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great movie. It really is. Like I, I started watching it the other day. It was on um FX or I something. I really
0: enjoyed it. And I thought it was like a good precursor for Jessica Jones because he's like a guy that lives in an apartment. He kind of is friends with his neighbors, but he kind of keeps to himself. He's very violent, very dangerous. For a good reason, because he watched his family be killed, you know. And um, I thought it was funny and smart and cool and kind of scary. But you know, The Punisher lends himself to being an R-rated film because he, again, he's a human being who had some really bad things happen to him. He used to be a cop, and so he's a little angry and he's violent and he curses and you know he's given up on a lot of hope. Killing a lot of people. So, yeah, it's darker. It's not the kind of thing you would want to watch with your children. So, it makes sense that it's rated R and it's dark.
1: To me, though, out of, let's say, the, the, the last three Punishers that we've seen, you know, what we saw in Daredevil season two, what we saw on, in the Punisher movie, and what we saw on uh, in Warzone, uh, this, the Thomas Jane Punisher, I felt he had it together the most where I felt like yeah. the other two were, were like, like... I feel like each version of the Punisher we see is crazier and crazier and crazier. So I feel like what we saw in Daredevil Season 2, and he's getting his own uh, Netflix show, I feel like he's the craziest one out of all of them. Because the Punisher, he is unstable. He's out for revenge. Yeah. He wants to curse and smoke cigars and shoot a whole bunch of baddies. Alright, so... Punisher, great, you know, great movie. Was shocked that they didn't continue it uh, because was you know,
0: Thomas Jane, he yeah, with Thomas job. Jane,
1: yeah, because yeah. the sequel came out from a completely different company,
0: and it was horrible. It was terrible. To and paraphrase that's paraphrase Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was King a Cop.
1: Punisher War uh, Warzone is what we're talking about next. This movie is
0: awful. Punisher pile of garbage.
1: Oh jeez, it is just we couldn't
0: even watch the whole thing because it was so awful, and it had that despicable, disgusting guy that was on Lost that married that like. Eighteen-year-old girl or whatever, and he always tries to act like it was legit, and he really loved her, and it makes me. Wasn't vomit. she younger than eighteen? I think she was like no, I think she was like seventeen or something when they met, and eighteen when they got married. But he was like fifty-three. Like barf, disgusting.
1: Punisher Warzone Zone is, is um it is it doesn't follow like the story is all over the place. The, the gra- acting was terrible. Corny. The special
0: <laughs> effects were complete
1: crap. They were, the special effects were laughable bad. The acting the was terrible.
0: Stupid. Ugh, the whole thing is just despicable.
1: Like I can see why, you know, the the, the Punisher like like franchise really I has Should have been
0: rated F for F this movie. Is that your That's my rating for bad movies. The happening would also get that rating. So
1: the yeah. Punisher Warzone came out in uh, 2008. So if I'm it correct, not have come out. Daredevil season 2 came out this year. So it was eight years before we saw The Punisher again. And this Punisher, who's a crazy one, you know, he's played by uh, you know Shane from The Walking Dead. Mm.
0: So I'm so great Matt with died. actors' names. I hated that He's though. the
1: new Frank Castle. But he's crazy. He's a crazy Punisher. I like him. I'll go with it. All right. Moving on from Punisher, let's go uh, talk about The Watchmen.
0: Yay! The Watchmen's a great movie. And I'm not just talking because Dr. Manhattan's naked through most of it.
1: You just like some big blue lang in your face? Maybe I do. Flopping around. Flopping around. Like six, around. six Dr. Manhattans flopping I mean, in like your six, face?
0: six Dr. Manhattans to please you. No.
1: While they're working. Like, they're working. And you're like, oh, someone else will please you.
0: Yeah, that was so mean. Dr. Manhattan. No, I really like The Watchmen because I like that it was dark. I like that the characters were complicated and interesting. But it wasn't an appropriate movie for kids. I mean, Rorschach is a really intense character and he's dark and, and complicated and more that not bone crushing nice. violence yeah and the comedian forget it like he is an evil dangerous character he's totally unstable and violent that's not a story for little kids but it's still a story that i'm glad was told i think it's really interesting and i enjoyed it
1: it's a great graphic novel
0: yeah, the novel's fantastic. I read it after I saw the movie, but... Um, it was so I, great how I'm they really recreated like so
1: many of those scenes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A and lot of
1: people, though, that are huge fans of the novel, you know, they really spoke out against the movie. They said this I is the first the bad scene. Zack Snyder movie, is what they said.
0: Well, every Zack Snyder movie kind of sucks, but this is no, the only one I this really like. No, because after this
1: came Sucker Punch.
0: That is a horrible movie. I'm not even going to justify that with discussion. Um, but I really like The Watchmen. So yeah, we can have that one.
1: I watched The Watchmen. I think I've seen it a ton of times. I think
0: it's cool. I think it stands up. I've, yeah, I've seen it a number of times, and every it's time like I watch three it, hour it's like a three-hour movie that just goes
1: by like that. It's you a know?
0: solid movie. It's a good story. It's surprising, soundtrack, and interesting, and dark. And yeah, yeah, the soundtrack's great. I had it in my car and listened to it over yeah. and over again for a month or so. Um, and I like, you know, yeah. I mean, it's fascinating. Doctor Manhattan's a fascinating character. Um, because he was human, and then he's so divorced from his humanity. But he forgot
1: what it's like to be human, right? Every each character has their own, you know, up and downs. The 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 whole thing, you know.
0: Yeah, none of them are perfect. They're really very human and relatable, and you know, it's a it's an interesting, you know, possibility. I mean, the whole idea that Nixon won. You know, like it takes the whole United States into a really dark, we interesting. we won place.
1: Vietnam with yeah. the of Doctor Manhattan, and right, we cleaned up the. You it's know. a
0: different world, and so like it's a whole alternate reality, and like what is the role of superheroes, and and you know, are they all good? Because this movie really showed, like, no
1: corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So yeah, Watchmen definitely tops of our
0: solid film.
1: Uh um, sure. Super
0: Super is a cool movie too. It's it's doesn't have a happy ending.
1: Rain Wilson, uh mm-hmm. you know from The Office, and you know Super I think is and this is um so James Gunn wrote and directed this this movie and it was it was uh I don't think Deadpool would be what it was without Super, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I mean, Super is just cool because it's like sad. Yeah, it's interesting, and you know the the main characters. Yeah, it's violent. It's it's supposed to feel real, like it's in the real world. It's not. It doesn't have that sort of stylized comic book thing because. Raiden Wilson plays a character named Frank, who's a human being. Yeah. You know, and and, and then Ellen Page becomes sort of his, like, side sidekick. Because she forces her way in, but he's not, like, looking for a sidekick. But it's scary.
1: It's got know? a good it's, cast, too. It's got Liv Tyler, Kevin oh yeah. Bacon, Michael Walker.
0: Yeah, Kevin Bacon was pretty evil. Nathan
1: Fillion's in it, too, for, like... He's in it for, like, I I don't think he's in it that
0: long. Yeah, there's a lot of good actors in it. Um, it's a good story. Uh, it's sad and funny and and... You know, sort of gut wrenching, um, and uh, it, but it definitely makes sense that it has an R rating because it's not a it's not a happy like everything's gonna work out in the end type of super It's a
1: everything kind of keeps going bad. Yeah, but it
0: still has hope. It, like he super, still wants to help people. Like
1: where like Deadpool, you were laughing, you were laughing out oh, loud, yeah. and like I've seen Deadpool like four or five times now, and I've laughed out loud every single one of those times. But with super. You're not really laughing on the outside. It's kind of one of those, like, ha, that's funny Yeah. moments.
0: Or, like, wow, I really can relate to that. Yeah. And I understand, you know, I understand what they were trying to get at in, in this story. But it's solid. I mean, it's very, it's a good movie. It's a great level. movie.
1: Yeah, so Super is available on Netflix streaming. So if you have Netflix, Hooray! you can just go watch be like, go quit your job right now and go watch it.
0: Well, we're not going to advocate that. People should keep working, unless they're independently wealthy, or can get a small loan of a million dollars from their parents, <laughs> some people that are not me.
1: Nope. All right, now Marvel uh, actually got into the R-rated superheroes uh, back in the 90s, and that's uh, all three Blade movies are rated R.
0: Right. Which makes sense. Blade is very, very dark and violent.
1: Dark, violent, bloody.
0: There's vampires. You know, it's a little scary.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two Blade movies are great. Yeah. Th- then they made a, a third one.
0: Right. It's like I'd my favorite
1: s- joke from like the man seeking woman you know premiere last year. Like we're yeah. gonna watch all the Blade movies. Well, we're, really, we're just gonna watch the first two Blade movies.
0: <laughs> we're not
1: we're gonna, gonna watch the, the third, third one. one.
0: Uh, kind of like the Godfather. Mm-hmm. I just don't watch the third one. But I like Blade. I think it's a cool story. So he's like the child of a vampire and a human. So he's not a full vampire. So he hunts vampires because mm-hmm. they're obviously the baddies. Mm-hmm. But it's dark and scary and very bloody. And fun at it's times. Vampires. Mm-hmm. Teeth. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh, it's it's for sure fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you got some Wesley Snipes. He really hasn't.
1: Oh, he had all the tax... Yeah, yeah. still trying
0: to figure out all of his tax Poor guy. I know.
1: Maybe they'll bring him back to the Infinity Wars, put Blade there, you know? Yeah,
0: maybe get him a better accountant, you know? Maybe Ben Affleck could be his
1: accountant. accountant. So there's been rumors, though, about a fourth Blade movie. There's been rumors about a Blade TV show. There's been all this stuff Blade-related thrown out, thrown all around, so...
0: We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah.
1: But Jinx. go
0: watch Blade Jinx. 1 and 2, because they're kind of fun. Yeah, they're fun, fun movies.
1: Movies. They're great movies.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right, another one is one that came out in the mid-90s, like when we were, like, 15. That I was, like, like
0: freaking obsessed we with. We all
1: were obsessed with The yep. Crow. Yep.
0: I had a poster on the wall. I listened to the soundtrack over and over soundtrack, again. The soundtrack, the great, Rollins Band. Pantera. Yeah, our friend Tim wore a Crow costume for Halloween one year that I... my sister and I, like, crafted for him out of our, like girl clothes and a bunch of masking tape and his black Jinko jeans. <laughs> Brandon Lee got
1: shot, physically he shot died. during the filming. Yeah, the dungeon of yeah. blanks and He died. That
0: sucked. Yeah. That was super sad. And they
1: finished they the movie feelings. with another guy. That was so sad. So the crows, it was such a cool... Um,
0: it's a cool concept. Cool concept.
1: It's dark it's, and
0: scary. Kind of like he, he comes back from the dead to like get revenge on Iggy Pop.
1: Yeah. But then... They have been just beating this franchise. Oh my god!
0: I watched one that had Edward Furlong in it, and that dude that plays Angel on Buffy, and it was so horrible. He has to play to
1: Angel on Angel.
0: Well, that too, nah. David Boreanaz. Um, it was so horrible; it was like embarrassing. Nah. Like I felt embarrassed watching it, even though I had nothing to do with filming the movie. I was just like, "Oh god! Like, why did this happen?" It's but not the first girl, Angels, is it?
1: I only ever saw City of Angels. Also. No,
0: that was Vincent. Some what's his hump? No, it was it was one that's like far after that. It's like the Crow part fifteen, and you're like, why did anybody make any more crows? I think it was the Wicked something. I saw there.
1: something come up. There's like four. It's like
0: why why are you still making these movies? This is a really bad idea. But um, but the first Crow is awesome. It's a really cool movie. I would totally watch it again because it was. It was dope. I think it's that crap one. Yeah, yeah. Look at Salvation. Look at Edward Furlong in that makeup. No, this one.
1: Oh, this. What's this one?
0: That's the one that I'm telling you. The Wicked Prayers. So stupid.
1: 2005.
0: Oh my god, it was so bad. Look at Edward Furlong. Like, oh my god. Nope. Just no. (laughs) There has to be more.
1: The Crow: Stairway to Heaven TV series.
0: Uh, I missed that.
1: I bet you that lasted a season.
0: I bet I don't care. We'll never watch it. It's kind of. But it's the first crow is dope. Yeah,
1: come back from totally. the dead. I watched that movie over
0: again. I liked it. I thought it looked like a uh, like a comic book. It was scary and creepy and interesting. Twenty two episodes. Wow. You know, it was a love story, which Deadpool is too. You know, someone yeah. coming back from the dead Which Deadpool almost kind of came back from the dead Because he was going to die of cancer So, anyway, it's fun Totally, if you if you like dark movies You probably should check out The Crow
1: Well, you've probably seen it already
0: Yeah, you probably have If you're like someone that's into darkness Then you probably have seen The Crow
1: While you are listening to your
0: Your um, Cure CD ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on Um so we got two Judge Dredd movies, both rated R. Meh. The first one is like a laughing stock of like the comic book movie genre. Is is the Stallone Judge Dredd? No. One of my favorite things about Scrubs is that J, uh, JD and, and Turk have a uh, pride of themselves on watching Judge Dredd a hundred times. Oh my God. Now the Carl Urban you know reboot. Um it was okay. To me it didn't wow me. Um it took place to me in too small of an area. It was kind of like, you know, shooting the whole movie in like my house.
0: But mm. the future with some guy that has so, a gun and says weird things. Yeah.
1: Well, he, he was way crazy. more serious. The movie was so... Was, it was So serial. The the Stallone one was very comical.
0: Well, it was trying to be. I'm not sure that it was actually funny.
1: It was actually terrible. I am. I'm not a big Judge Dredd fan. Meh. I'm just, you know... Hmm. I just... I don't know. I, a lot of people like it. A lot of people, you know...
0: Look, I studied the law and... The I of- am the law! Whoa! That's, I don't want to deal what? with a judge, judge that comes at people with a gun and doesn't allow a jury to make determinations and just decides for themselves that someone's guilty and then executes them. Like, I like the justice system. I'm not ready to give up, up on it yet for Sylvester Stallone, so. Nope. Nope. Nandanka.
1: Moving on from Judge Dredd, since we're not big fans anyway. Um, Defender is a cool movie. It's a uh, uh, Woody Harrelson. He befriends a uh, crackhead who's uh, played by Kat Dennings. And if you listen to some of our other Jeff's podcasts, just in
0: love with cat Dennings. I just want
1: to take this time to be like, "Hey, girl, how's it going? Miss me? I know. I have to stay about 150 feet away from you at all times. That's not actually that far. I think it would be like 500 feet away from you." <laughs>
0: Anyway, Alexander Sarsgaard's super hot. Just saying.
1: The guy from the Avengers movie?
0: Hmm?
1: That's a scientist guy? I know. That was my joke. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so she's like a crack cat, and she befriends Woody House, and Woody House goes out and fights crime. That's fun. Yeah.
0: Woody Harrelson's a good time.
1: So there's a lot of, really like, drug use, game, and there's some um, violence, and uh, drinking and stuff, like, some violence. Ooh, violence. Uh, Defender is a lot of fun. Uh, that came in recommendation from Joe. Told me to watch that one. It was, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely great to watch. Moving on, more R-rated superheroes is uh, Robocop.
0: Yay, Robocop!
1: Now... We want to talk about 1 and 2, because RoboCop 3 is not only a terrible, terrible movie, it's rated PG-13. And same thing, the reboot was rated PG-13.
0: Right, right.
1: The reboot Another was really detector. flawed, but we're not talking about that anymore.
0: I thought it was okay. It wasn't the greatest thing I ever saw. 1 and 2 yeah, are was
1: awesome. Okay. Well, 1 is awesome. Oh, for sure. 2 is... um. Yeah. It's
0: decent. It's decent. I mean, again, so Robocop is a dark story. It's yeah. a cop that's trying to do the right thing, gets killed the by a bunch of, Detroit. of drug dealers trying to do his job, and then is sort of conscripted into this program where they turn him into a robot that still has his mind and thoughts. And, and the
1: lowest jawline.
0: Yeah, and yeah. that wasn't his choice, so it's kind of a dark story. It's not... You know, really appropriate for children. No. Anyway, so then, yeah, it makes sense that it's rated R in the first place, but then it can be more violent because of that. And it is, I mean, cause, because Robocop can't get hurt in the same way that the criminals that he is able to destroy can be hurt. And let's face it, people have a high tolerance for criminals being killed in movies. That's just kind of how it is.
1: And let's face it, there's a lot of criminals in Detroit. Oh, for sure. Unfortunately. But
0: RoboCop, awesome.
1: Yeah, RoboCop is a thumbs up. Uh, The next one, I never saw Spawn.
0: I, like, saw it, but I very vaguely remember it. The only part that really I remember is, like, how weird John Leguizamo is, because he's just weird. Like, I don't know. He's a good actor because he can really, like, get into the roles that he plays, but he was super weird and creepy in Spawn. That's about right. That's all I really have to say about Spawn. But you know, it was dark. I remember it being like dark and scary. And I just he's like, like a superhero, but not. He wasn't really like a good guy. My
1: brother was a big fan of Spawn, and then he went to go see the movie. And then I came home, and he was like, "Don't go see Spawn."
0: Nah.
1: Uh, I've heard some other people like Spawn a lot. I just, um, I don't, I don't even know that much about Spawn to be honest with you.
0: No. I this can't is like enjoy one of those I ones
1: I like. Yeah, I feel like I should know about because. I write a science fiction book series, which definitely has a hard R rating. Oh, for If, sure. if our books were out there, because they're filled with sex and bodily fluids, and there's no violence.
0: No, we well, we do our best to stay away from violence and and hard.
1: We're going do our least. best. We don't have to. There's nothing really violent in place except for well, when he, the the squirrel, the hurricane of squirrels attacks.
0: Right, there's some violence. The squirrel there. But I mean, like you know, I mean, the guy goes to prison. We just don't talk about. Violent things that happen in prison We avoid those topics No, because
1: it's mostly really lame
0: It's mostly just In
1: prison Boring Yeah It's, it's more fun when he's outside of prison And he's getting the hijinks And having fun
0: I mean, yeah Because we don't, we don't write our stories To be overly dark But there's definitely cursing There's some, some dark spiciness
1: There's some darkness But nothing Nothing They're fun
0: Yes They're light hearted Tales.
1: We have a couple more here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Constantine was really bar? I
0: really like Constantine. I thought this was a super cool movie. Um, I didn't read the comics, but I could understand how they would be fun to read because the the guy John is like a hot mess. Like he uh, killed himself, so he has to go to hell, and then you know his way of getting out is that he has to like sort of go after demons and bad people in the world to sort of get himself out of hell but he like smokes cigarettes and he curses and it's very violent and dark and there's this whole like heaven and hell fight going on and he's sort of trying to help this woman whose sister committed suicide but she doesn't think her sister really did commit suicide and so it's like a mystery and Tilda Swinton's in it and even Keanu Reeves you know does not mess this movie up. Totally I, I, don't, I don't totally hate Keanu Reeves, but I did watch Dracula again the other night. And just it just makes me, like, facepalm every time he talks. I'm like, can you just not have that accent? Because, like, you have Gary Oldman who's knocking it out of the park, and then you have Keanu trying to have an English accent, and you're like, can you just not do that? But he's totally solid in Constantine. He sort of... He pulls out, like, those aspects of himself that can be, like, that dark, depressing dude. You know, not always, like, the... Ted Theodore Logan, like, goofy, easy-going guy. Like, he has, like, those two aspects, and he really brings it. Um, I like Constantine. It's a solid movie. The oh, NBC was
1: series was, was great. Yeah, a lot of people liked it, too. But, you know, you shove something on at 10 o'clock on Friday night.
0: Oh, yeah, and you, you sh- shove it on. Yeah, just shove it.
1: And you don't tell anyone when it's going to be on.
0: <laughs> you don't
1: advertise it at all. No wonder it's going to fail. Yeah. So... Um, It was great, though, that NBC let the CW have the rights to Constantine. They gave him that episode on Arrow, and they let him, you know, have a good, like, conclusion. Like, have a a finishing to him. Alright, so, a couple more here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, Sin City, to me, is... Is an amazing movie. The first Sin City. Oh yeah,
0: that's really cool. I love Very
1: dark. All the different storylines, all the different things. You know, Yeah. You got Dude, Hannigan. Frodo is so evil. Evil! Damn. You know, Hannigan's with the bum heart. He's in jail for a crime he didn't commit. And he gets out and the girl's waiting for him the whole he's time. It's
0: so dark. And yeah. then she's a stripper. Yep. though she was just a little girl. Right. And she's like sort of in love with him. And he's like, yeah, that's kind of not cool. And Mickey Rourke
1: is like. You know, he's like punching the crap size, out of people, he's punching walls, and Benicio Del Toro,
0: oh, yeah, you he's know, a so. dirty dude, yeah. The casting,
1: the Spot look, on. the feel, Rosario yeah, Dawson, Greg
0: Rosario Dawson, and who's the guy, Clive Owen? Clive Owen, Clive yeah, Owen. he's great in he's it too. Great, yeah,
1: everybody in Sin City is it has been well cast, it was well thought out, it was well. Just
0: great done. Good storyline, creepy, interesting, overlapping, cool.
1: And then like 11 years later, Sin City sequel comes out and I'm amped. I'm amped. I'm so amped to go see this like new Sin City movie. Well, I don't know. I think it was like 10 years. I don't know. It was a long time. Because I was still in like... To the Google? (laughs) If I must. If I must.
0: We just looked at bad Crow movies, Jeff. I think.
1: <laughs> it was nine years between Sin City mm-hmm. and his, and his Sin City a Dame to Die for. Mm-hmm. A Dame to Kill for. So, anyway, with Sin City, though, you know, it was so amped. And then it was like. Um, yeah, because I remember, like, asking like Casey about it. I was like, you know, oh, yeah, Sin City. I gotta go see Sin City. He's like, I didn't hear it was that good. It was, like, in and out of the theater in the weekend. It was a bad movie. So, I was, like, so amped. Like, you know, went and, like, uh, got it from. I think Netflix and like I did not put it see this one
0: Yeah I was like Away somewhere
1: Yeah dude It might have even been Before you moved To Norristown
0: mm, I forget But I don't think what so What year did we say it was I thought it was 2015 Oh yeah I think I was on a work trip Yeah I was on a work trip Or someplace, And you got it And I was like "Oh, that looked Kinda cool And then I was away And you were like That sucked And I was like Oh okay Well well
1: I um <laughs> Yeah, I was I couldn't believe how bad it was. I haven't to this day I haven't met anyone who was like, yeah, that's good.
0: What the hell was it even about?
1: It's a thing. I can't even tell you. There's now. like a
0: dame and you have to kill for her. Yeah, it's, yeah. No. Yeah, it's not like that.
1: All right. So, uh two more here. Next one is Tank Girl, which I swear yes. every single girl I dated in the 90s was obsessed with Tank Girl.
0: I was not. So, I saw it with my sister, because she is, like, a huge gangster rap fan, and thought it was cool that Ice-T played a kangaroo. And it was neat. I thought it was neat. Marie Petty's pretty cool, but I didn't, like, super get into it. I was just sort of like, yeah, oh, that's interesting. That's it's neat. fun. Tank Girl's fun. Yeah, it's a fun. good time. It's yeah. silly.
1: It definitely is fun. The colors, the, you know... The stories, it could have done without some of those, like, little dancing, like, segues, you know, between the scenes and stuff like that. It's weird, but it was, yeah, no, it was was great.
0: Sure, it was a good time. Yeah, I, um... I was not obsessed with it, but it was a good time. I was never
1: obsessed with it, I've just seen it, like, 50 million times. Because it was, like, the punk, 90s punk girl, like, go-to movie. mm like, you see, like, you know, like, when, like, one 90s punk girl will run into another 90s punk girl, they immediately start talking about Tank Girl. It happened like that. It's a great movie, though. I love, I love me some Tank Girl. Good times.
0: Good so times. So,
1: that was a graphic novel, I think. I don't think it was a comic book.
0: Yes, I think that's true. Yeah. Then Australian.
1: let's... Australian. Let's round this podcast off with...
0: Something I'm not going to talk about, because it made me cry when I saw the movie.
1: Something we have conflicting views on. Yes. And that is the Toxic Avenger. Yes. So your your comment your your issue with the Toxic Avenger I have is two what? Two
0: issues with the Toxic Avenger. Hit me. Okay, so first of all, like the Toxic Avenger is kind of like mentally slow and unattractive looking, and it reminded me of my uncle Ed, who I love very much, and Aww. everybody picked on him, and I really really hated that. And then two, in the Toxic Avenger movie, there's this beautiful golden lab that's with like their fa- it's family at like a fast food restaurant. <sighs> and it gets, like, blown to bits and, like, dies in its father's arms. And I cried hysterically because that's awful, and I love dogs. So after that scene, and I couldn't stop crying, I turned the Toxic Avenger off, and I had enough of that. So that's how I feel about the Toxic Avenger.
1: But the Toxic Avenger didn't kill the dog.
0: No, the bad guys killed the dog. So that's
1: why you want to get the revenge on the bad guys.
0: But I objected to... I objected to people being mean to the Toxic Avenger and to a dog being unnecessarily killed. I have, I you know it's not real, right? It doesn't matter. It was really awful. It was like this beautiful lab with like a giant hole in its side. It was traumatic.
1: You know they didn't actually put the hole in it.
0: It doesn't matter. It was traumatic to me. So I turned the movie off. And that was the end of that.
1: I, on the other hand, I like the B-movie antics... The silliness. There's a lot about the toxic Avenger that I love.
0: That's fair. We can agree to disagree. Of course.
1: I think you should give it another shot.
0: Don't say shot! That's what they did to the dog. Oh,
1: right. <laughs> That's kind of funny.
0: No. It was awful.
1: But there's so much of the silliness, though.
0: I didn't get to the silliness. There's...
1: It's B-movie R-rated mayhem in... Okay. All right. I love me some Toxic Avenger.
0: So, yeah. I mean, so the future for R-rated superhero movies, we got Logan coming out. We don't know anything
1: else other than Logan coming out, really, off the top of my head. Um,
0: And and the continued... um, Netflix series. Yeah, the
1: Netflix yeah. series. We're not. The Punisher's
0: coming up. The Daredevil new season coming up, I guess. Right.
1: Well, first, before all that stuff, is Defenders.
0: Right. So right. that's and Luke. I'm, we're Jessica still watching Luke. So I'm not I know
1: we're taking our time. Uh, everyone else is like Luke. Who?
0: I don't want to rush through my Luke Cage. It's gonna be a while before we get another one. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I think March. I think they said. Yeah,
0: but Jessica. Oh, Gens. Iron
1: Fist. Yeah, the Iron Fist is coming out. Yeah.
0: Right. That's yeah. the
1: next one. That's probably that's going to, you know, the violence will be high in that, but oh, for sure. in the darkness, darkness.
0: I still want to see Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is PG-13 though,
1: right? I don't even know if it's if it's mm-hmm. 13. Or just PG. No, I think it is PG, yep, PG-13.
0: Yeah, I mean, cuz it's a complicated storyline, so. it's not. Doctor Strange looks awesome. Doctor Strange looks awesome. Um, I don't you know, I don't think they're gonna ever make the Avengers be rated R because that doesn't really make sense. Um but you might see some X Men rated R, and I think probably, you know, you could have like a, a bat another Batman that's rated R. Um, well
1: Ben Affleck is Yeah, Doctor Strange PG thirteen. Um in the the Ben Affleck penned, you know, he's writing a writing and directing a, a new Batman movie. Where he's Batman.
0: I'm Batman. Okay. I so. um, couldn't keep Superman out of it Because No They ruined my soup I'm very sad That, that movie I seriously like It was like torture Man Superman. of Steel Man of Steel was I fell asleep during it But like Batman versus Superman I was like Why is this happening hey, that
1: guy who played Superman on, uh, on Supergirl this week He was already better than Henry Cavill
0: Yeah I don't know
1: Anyway, wrapping things up here. Mm
0: -hmm. I just hope that, you know, if we're going to see some more rated R superhero movies, I hope that they choose characters that make sense to have an R rating and that it's more about the storyline than it is just about shocking people or getting an R rating. Like, I hope that it's about the fact that it makes sense for that character to have it be a darker story. Or to include some body humor or cursing, and that they don't just start slapping that in. Yeah, like, don't try to, too hard. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's our um, advice. That's our advice, advice yeah.
0: Writers, and then you're kind of like ending like,
1: download here. You're gonna
0: crap all over it and just make a bunch of like crappy Deadpool ripoffs anyway. But yeah,
1: don't. Yeah, that's what we don't want to see, and we're not going to pay money for. It, and you know what? You're going to lose money, and you'll be like, ah, should just listen to Jeff and Kristen. But they won't. Nope. Nope.
0: Oh, well, hey, you know what? Um, I'm still amped for a lot of great theater, you know, and enjoying new movies and TV shows that come out with cool superheroes, whether or not they're rated R. But uh, it's been real talking to you guys about the uh, naughtier uh, superhero tales.
1: We do know that Deadpool Two will hit theaters on January twelfth of two thousand eighteen. Deadpool Two. They're keeping the same team intact, so it's gonna be gonna pretty be good. Awesome song. So until next week, make sure you check out some of our free stories. If you want something that's along these lines, check out the Squirrel Cane. It's a free one. We got the Squirrel Cane Two that coming out pretty soon. That's available hard on, on yep. our website, prisondad.com. Did you
0: see what I did there? I just said hard on. Ha. <laughs> they are funny. I know. I'm rated R.
1: Check out our podcast.
0: Um, check us out at ChessyCon in November. And, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: prisondad.com. You know, check out the events page. Yeah, we, we got one in North Wales. Yep, Pennsylvania coming up at the end of October, we and then do. we got one in Maryland in uh, Timonium. Timonium. If, I, if I ever like write a superhero, his weakness is going to be Timonium. Timonium. And then um, yeah. we got some other things and stuff coming up, so yeah, keep in touch. i fun, having
0: Check fun. Check out
1: Twitter, Facebook, all the things Let the us stuff. know
0: if you guys think of any other rated R superhero movies that don't suck that you want us to talk about in future episodes. Until then, may the Force be with you.
1: Booyah.